Welcome to the Money GPS. You came here for the truth, so let me unveil that for you. You've seen debt skyrocket. You watched the price of everything rising beyond our wildest imaginations. And I want to show you why that's the case. In fact, things are getting so bad, people can't even afford a car. Now, things have really changed over the last few years. And we're going to get into all of that. I'm going to show you why it's so important to listen up. Let's begin by taking a look at this. Monthly car payments have crossed a record $700. This is not a mortgage, okay? This is a mortgage for your car. Okay, it's debt on your car, $700 a month on average. People are taking longer and longer and longer. And what has happened? Well, cars are becoming more expensive as well as people's taste. Because no longer is that Honda Civic or Toyota Corolla sufficient. People want the BMW. They want the Mercedes-Benz. And as a result, they're paying more money. Here we go. I joke with people that every new car purchase is a luxury car purchase. I don't care what you're buying. And you see this everywhere because people are spending a lot of money. The cost of a vehicle has risen over the last few years. In fact, people are selling their used cars, or at least were selling their used cars, at a extremely high price when you look at what it was. And that has put for a lot of people, as they say here, unfortunately for the segment of the population that probably needs it the most, it's getting more and more out of reach. This is a vehicle. This is not something magical. This is not a private jet. It's just a vehicle. Here, new vehicle affordability declines again in May. Typical monthly payment hits new record of $712. So you could see it on the chart here. And what has happened over the last few years has become more expensive. But as the total amount of debt, like how much people have as debt rises, that's been going on. It is obviously being there with interest rates going up as well. So these two things at the exact same time are creating a perfect storm for people. And here is the back to work barometer and essentially showing us that a lot of people. So this was like, let's say early 2020 first month of 2020, and then everybody's working from home. Certainly that has changed over the last while. There's no doubt about it. Some places more than others, but in general, not everybody is back to work. And that has resulted in you know many different things happening along with an economy that simply is not as strong as it used to be. At the same time, there is less requirement for cars. Just imagine if everybody was back to work, I think it would be a lot different. And this is global, according to the IEA, okay, global nuclear capacity needs to double to meet net zero goals. So there's this push, for some anyway, to get nuclear energy going in many different countries. Some would say that that would be a big mistake. But the point here is that we are watching this insatiable demand for energy right now. And what's going on? All of those, you know, coal and all these other things that were sort of being pushed to the side or buried under the ground are now coming back. So they're pushing for nuclear. I'm watching many instances of nuclear being shut down and put away. So what's going to come of this? I really would love to see this really be something that um, is a focus for those because when we understand 
the demands for these particular industries. Commodities are behind that. Companies are behind that. And we can take advantage. If we believe nuclear is going to be the next big thing, then we have uranium. There are some companies that are dealing with this big time. And so we could take advantage. This isn't just news, my friends. Okay, For those who think it's just news, that's the surface level. There's a level deeper. And I'm going to, my hope here is that in the coming weeks, in the coming months, I'm going to try to highlight those things. I'm going to even try to flash that text up on the screen in future videos. So stay tuned. Here. If you appreciate this information, I know that Commodus or Joaquin Phoenix, you know, give that thumbs up. And doing so helps to support the channel. You don't want to upset the king, do you? All right. Let's move on here. National survey finds 83% of consumers are cutting back on personal spending and travel due to inflation. While we have seen in some instances, I've seen the data of you know airlines and so on, huge demand for the July 4th Independence Day uh, weekend here. This holiday is a time in which a lot of people are traveling. But at the same time, you look at the surveys and people are saying, I can't afford it. So it really depends on the individual and the group. Interest rate hikes versus inflation rate by country. And I really wanted to highlight this because, you know, you look at the United States and you see one picture. You look at other countries, different scenario. Where did it start off and what kind of inflation rate are we dealing with? Because, of course, that's going to be a problem uh, at a different rate for people. You could see, in this case here, the UK, where it was before. So on the left-hand side here, we're seeing inflation. At the top of here is 10%. And then the policy rate. So this is all the way back in the negative in this example for Switzerland. And we move across here, 2% being the highest. So we watch that. Look at what happened with New Zealand. Okay, you can see. Some of them are more extreme examples. This is Sweden, who is at 0%. And suddenly, look at what happened with their inflation rates. They got jacked up and they're starting to increase. They've got to increase at a pace that is fast enough to push these inflation rates down because people can't afford a car. People can't afford a house. Energy prices are still going to remain high if things go the way they are. The only thing that could turn it around right now at this time is a recession or something even deeper. So we must pay attention. This is talking about real estate saying, look, we're not heading for a 2008 type of crash, but when a bear market reaches these heights, even a drop towards normalcy will feel steep. And I do agree with that. And of course, a recession could make everything worse. That I, I would say is, you know, Depends how you look at it. The housing market is absolutely in need of a reset. Overheated markets are unsustainable. Prices will have to adjust. We are seeing the slowdown in growth already. The question is whether prices drop or move sideways. The only thing that could keep it going sideways is if inflation rates start to come down, interest rates don't go up high enough, and inventory doesn't go up. But what we have seen, at least at this time, is that central banks are increasing interest rates significantly. 
we are also watching inventory levels starting to come up. Now, they're not back to where they were a few years ago, but they're coming up pretty fast. Here we have it, unwinding after years of declines. Home listings inventory is finally rising. So there we have it there. Just as, you know, this is the annual change in active listings in percentage terms, but we have to see what happens over the next little while. UK told tourists are, quote, brutally exposed to cost of living crisis. Resolution Foundation think tank makes warning in annual audit. You see, come on, this right now is very clear. When simple items, simple things that people, you know, not, not, not a private jet, people, okay? We're talking about simple things are becoming too expensive to afford. You know you have beyond the challenge. This is a crisis. And I don't care if people don't like me using the word crisis or collapse, because even I think it was this article here, Britain's poor recent record on living standards, notably the complete collapse of income growth for the poor households over the past 20 years must be turned around in the decade ahead. To do that, we must address the failure to raise pay and productivity levels. This is where we differ. Now, my opinion here is that we don't need to increase people's pay. We need to figure out why stuff costs so much in the first place. Why is this simple house, a house, costing so much? Nobody wants to look at the fact that interest rates were rock bottom for so long, that these companies were pushing people into taking on absurd amounts of debt. No. Let's just try and figure out how we create more inflation. This right here is talking about what's happening with the stock market and so on. I don't have time to get into it, but the simple matter of fact is that the bond market has been doing extremely poorly. I mean, it's been insane. At the same time, though, the stock market is doing bad. So we look at the data. And can you believe it? A 60-40, you know, that sort of so-called traditional portfolio, 60-40 split, hasn't done this bad since the Great Depression. Can you believe that? Since the Great Depression, you're living through this right now. I mean, it just seems so unbelievable. Now, this is a little bit of, perhaps you would call it anecdotal evidence. I go even further than that. I think this is huge. Amazon cancels or delays plans for at least 16 warehouses this year. Now, they're scaling back. This is a company that hired something like 400,000 people in the same year where basically all companies were firing. Now, this is a big turnaround. This is huge. We should be paying attention to what Amazon does. They're a really interesting bellwether of what's happening, not just in e-commerce, but of course, all around the world. Okay? Looking at this, seeing the different sectors and how they've been affected by everything we've seen all around the world, we get these little tidbits. Nuanced effects do have an impact. And so everybody should definitely be paying attention to all of this. If you appreciate the information, hit that thumbs up button, okay? What we're looking at right now is a spiral downward, but it doesn't have to be the case. For people, they must get prepared. This starts with the survival basics. What is that? Your food. What are you doing about it? Your energy. Do you have a solution? 
Get some storable food, get some beans, get some rice. Your power situation, okay, electricity. Do you have a natural gas generator? Do you have solar panels, depending on your situation? These are key. And then we go into the management. What are you doing for passive income? What are you doing for the prosperity? Are you holding cash so that you can deploy when assets fall to their bottom? These are all the things that I will be covering, uh, you know, in a, in, in a, you know, I'm not ready to talk about it yet, but we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. For those who are interested. So this is all good stuff. If you appreciate it, hit that thumbs up button. And now if you want to join 283,000 subscribers, as we move on all the way up to 283,000 subscribers, if you don't get it, you're new to the channel. I'll see you on the next one. Take care.